What's good, people? We are back. What's happening? What's happening? What's going on? Black to the Basics, aka the People's Podcast. Yes, I am your host and one third, Mr. J. Die Weeks, aka 52 The Balls, here with my man's B. Stokes, also known as Brother Knowledge, checking in, baby. Yes, sir. Who else we got up in here, man? It's your boy J. Irv, man. You know, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. You glad to be here? I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> we back, fellas. Hey, we that's back. It, baby. Another week, another week, man. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. How y'all feeling, man? Hey, man, blessed, bro. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling real good. Just, you know, a lot of positivity, you know, in the air. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Man. I'm feeling real good. I'm excited, man. It's Sunday, you know, but this is going to air on Thursday. But, you know, I'm excited that Mike, that documentary about to come out, 10-part series. This yes, sir. Is, it's going to be like that, man. The GOAT, man. Yeah, I, I know Irv is a little, you know. You little saucy. Yeah, yeah, man, whatever. You know my views on yeah, that. Yeah, we, we ain't going to talk about it. It's all good. <laughs> I man. like Mike, but you, should. you know who my goal is. I want to be, I want to be like Mike. <laughs> the truth, man, the real truth. But, you know, that's one thing about it, man. We talk about these comparisons. LeBron, yeah. Mike, Kobe. Right, right. They all are great. Yeah, absolutely. And you think about it, right? But Mike, growing up, to see that, you're like, I want to be out there. He's yeah. that guy. You know, do that. I feel you. I feel you. But, you know. He's a hater, man. man <laughs> it's all love. Yeah. Co- Kobe's my guy. Everybody knows that. Kobe's yeah, yeah, my guy. Yeah, recipe's mama. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So. But uh, uh, not only that, man. It's just uh, also tonight, there's also going to be the unsung. For Goody Mob, Goody baby. Goody Mob. You know, you, you being a native. How, how you feel about hey, that, man? man? I, I think I'm going to have to just record Mike. <laughs> and just check out the Goody Mob, man. Just because, you know, for me, Goody Mob impacting coming up from the city. Mm-hmm. All my friends are Goody Mob fans. Mm-hmm. You know, so we get a chance to go see them live, go see different things around the city. Right. It's always an impact. So now to see the story, right, right. what we've heard, mm-hmm. but now to, what the media is going to say is true. Right, right. So we're going to get a chance to watch that. What time come on in? I think it's eight. Eight. eight? Yeah. Okay. They had mm-hmm. another special on something. I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, it wasn't on Goody Mob. It was on Dungeon Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know. Of course. I didn't know the whole scope yeah. of everything. It's, it's, it's like a pyramid, big pyramid, yeah. baby. Bunch of families branching off of each. It's like everybody, and they was they was getting it out the house, man. man. So, you so know, that's definitely we, dope, we, man. Uh, they like to compare us to the Wu Tang. Yeah, it's so many different hives of the Wu Tang. What, what my man Stack say? Hey, the South got something to say. Hey, that's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let it be known, man. But yeah, man, it's been a lot, lot of, lot of movies going on. You know, a lot of stuff going. I've been on Netflix hard, man. You know, I don't really watch TV besides, you know, Shark Tank is like. Yeah, we, mm. yeah, it's like my whole life. Motivation. <laughs> so that's pretty much all I've been on is that Shark Tank. Um, I've seen a lot of uh, great things on, you know, Shark Tank uh, that got me some ideas going. So, that's good. You know, you might see me on your yeah, air, picture some ideas for it. I ain't going to tell good. y'all though because y'all might try to get me done. <laughs> but today's going to be a good day, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we got uh, another episode in here, you know, despite the, the COVID-19, we, we pushing through. You know, so it's it, been it, hard, man. It's been, it is. It's been hard. How how you been adjusting with it, man? Man, I like it. it it's hard, man. And then you out there it, on the front line. It, so. It's hard for me because you know, one, I'm such a people person as far as like you know what I do, you know, for my job, and not being right. able to, you do know, that. help and care for people is like it's really like you know what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, I see the big picture, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um, I just wish people would just take time to just realize, hey, this is not. Just like the common cold, mm-hmm. uh, people are really dying. You know what I'm saying? I've got uh, a couple people, friends of mine that have lost loved ones mm-hmm. due to the virus. And, um, and you know, like Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shay Shay said a long time ago, it doesn't hit home until somebody close to you, uh, close to you or, or was affected by it. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just been crazy. The stuff I see on TV, like, you know, the Florida thing. 
Oh, uh, them open the beaches? Open the beaches up, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Florida's a different type, man. They different people like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it's it's a little different, man. But I just wish people would just stay in the house, man. Yeah. Or just, you know, just ride it out, man. Like, man, I, out, you know, man. it's just it's a new age, man. You know, we, we, we used to being out interacting, you know, day parties. You no, know, no, people no. People up here, brunch. they can't be on social media doing their day parties I and stuff, man. You, is it worth it, though? You know what I'm saying? True. Because, I mean, I, like you said, though, man, it, it, if you don't stay at home, it's not going to get better. No, and, and it's, it's all, all, you, all people are not realizing this, regardless of how you feel about it, whether you think 5G caused it or whatever the situation is, uh, if you just stay in the home, we'll just follow basic instructions. The faster we can get out, you know what I'm saying, um, and do what we need to do. But the the longer you protest, and like I saw the stuff up in Michigan, uh, which yeah. was very troubling. Uh, yeah. They're protesting about the stay at home order. They want to go back to work or something? Or? Yeah, they want to just, you know, go back to regular life. Say, open up the city again. Open up the city. However, you know, Flint, Michigan has been without clean drinking water for X amount of years. Man, and years, nobody's huh? lining the streets for that. So, uh, you Not know, months, people. Yeah. Years. 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 Right, right. So. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But uh, hopefully, you know, people will, will take heed to that and it doesn't have to end in a bunch of casualties for people to realize it. But I, I think people are getting more aware once they kind of tone down all the, the, the conspiracy theories every, because it's something different. Every day. You know, so. <laughs> every day. So I guess once people kind of sit back and kind of look at things and understand. But take those precautions still, though, man. That's you it. Know, Follow instructions. We, we still want to take those precautions, you know, wear the mask. You know, the, now, I, I do have to say this, man. To, to all of the fitness people that's, that's wearing the altitude mask, please stop wearing that, man. You're going to pass out. The altitude mask is it's the altitude. It's giving you shorter breath, man. So, it's not a filtration uh, mask, man. So that, that's my only beef. I seen somebody, I'm like, this yeah, dude going to pass too. out here in the South, dog. Like, you can't be doing that. But uh, make sure, not only that, though, uh, seriously, that you make sure that you are protecting your children if you're going to take them out. Absolutely. I know, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying that everybody can't go outside because... You know, you got to get your necessities, go to the store. But please protect these kids, man. Don't have you suited and booted, all protected, and the kids is out there just naked. Yeah. Practice out there. I saw a family. Uh, I was grocery shopping, had to go get my, my baby some milk. And uh, I saw a couple, and they had on masks and everything, but their kids had on nothing. Wow, so, like, when we go to the grocery store, store either we go one at yeah, a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids stay at home. Or if, we, or if we ride together. One of us stay in the car because right. we, you know, we do our list. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't do grocery lists anymore. All right. <laughs> they just go and just buy. Do stuff. you right now? Or you use it on your phone. Uh, no, you know, you old school. So, so, so I put, no my, <laughs> I put it in my. I put it in my phone. My wife actually writes it down though. It's fun. <laughs> it's crazy because she'll be sitting down like, well, "What you need?" And I'm like, "Okay." I'm thinking she's gonna type it in the phone. She writes right it in the notebook. So oh you know, goodness. but she also, uh, my wife is also a published author. So that, that's you know, so yeah, the pen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also, I'm gonna need my autograph on my uh, book, Arbor. <laughs> so yeah, we need that ASAP. But yeah, man, make sure y'all y'all take these necessary precautions, man, to just protect yourself and your families and your loved ones because we definitely want to see everyone here. So you know, make sure you're doing that. Down. Time for us to go ahead. You know we can't start yes, any yes, show without first educating people. So I feel like that, it's gonna be a good one, right? Hey. But now we gotta look to my man, brother. Knowledge. Yes, 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 y'all. What Glad to be back again for another yes, week. Yes, sir. What, what you got for knowledge report today, my man? Hey, man, we're gonna talk about this prominent business uh, man out of. Uh, Oh, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, he was out of uh, Oklahoma, man. It's my language right there. Yes, business. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna speak on Mr. O. W. Gurley. Okay. Um, he is one of 
a few mm-hmm. African American men that um, moved to the Oklahoma area back in the 1900s. Mm. But this gentleman here, he took advantage of uh, creating what we know now as Black Wall Street. Shout Hold on, what's that? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So when you look at that, it's a place out in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. A smaller neighborhood called Greenwood. Okay. So named after a, a place in Mississippi, which uh, he, he was specific in naming it that. Okay. But uh, we're going to learn a little bit more about Black Wall Street a little bit later. Mm. But what, uh, So one cool fact about him, though, he was a part of, uh, he was the first black man to be a part of a presidential campaign. As in marketing and doing those type of things oh, upon the growth of Cleveland. Okay. So he resigned to actually take part in creating Black Wall Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he left that big position to say, okay, Crazy let's go create something for my own. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. So, stuff, you man. know, hey, you about to learn a little bit something. Today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to that. That's dope right there. Man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Can't wait to get into that, man. And you know, we always keep our ear to the street. We got yeah. my man Jay Hurd to give us that word on the street. What's, what you got, man? Hey, man, it's been buzzing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> it's been buzzing. <laughs> uh, what we got, man? So, so today, I actually got two. I know I've been, you know, I've only had one, but I got two. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, uh, I want to talk about Mr. Dr. Ralph Steele. Um, he is an extraordinary, uh, he has a book. Uh, called the National Economic Plan for African Americans mm. and, com- and Community uh, Renewal. Okay, mm-hmm. um, he released a book. Uh, it is a mission to educate individuals in, uh, in the theory and practice about economics, financial literacy, uh, investments, entrepreneurship, business ownership, <clears throat> being debt free. Okay, yeah, it is being debt free. Oh, okay. nobody cuz being debt free. Oh, nobody cuz. All right. Uh, financial strategies. His favorite. Uh, his favorite phrase is "Wealth is a human right." Became the basis for his creation of his wealth and legacy. Uh, you know, behind the premise. So, mm. uh, you know, I figured it's only right. You know, I, I feel like it's some business like in the air today, man. So I oh, figured, yeah. I figured we, we shot it out, man. So, Doctor Ralph Steele, man, uh, check out that. Check out that information, man. So great, great read. I started reading a little bit of it. Okay, and okay. there's a. Uh, very interesting stuff that they don't teach you in schools that yeah. you know we talked about before like financial literacy, yeah financial literacy man like you know people don't think it's a problem but it, it really is man so, so so did you get it on like an audio book or did you order it or what i got it on uh ibooks i'm okay. not yeah on you know my, on my, iBooks. my okay my now that's good. Hold on. old school got an ibook <laughs> you mean you didn't go get the paperback joint <laughs> no i'm trying to uh what how did what's the new uh how the kids say i'm trying to follow the weight Okay. That's it. That's it, baby. So follow, I follow the wave. So I, I did a digital book. You know, so proud of myself. I didn't have to ask questions. He, he, had, he, had, he had to ask his little seven year old. Don't don't let him lie to y'all. Oh man, he had to ask his, he had to ask his daughter. Her. I'm not that old, man. I just prefer to, you know. Go ahead. You know, and then on the second uh, word on the street today, man, I want to talk about uh, Doctor. Excuse me if I'm pronouncing her name wrong, but okay. Kizmika Corbett. Okay. okay. Uh she is uh head of the vaccine she works at the uh vaccine research center along with Dr. Fossey, I think but, it's, but yeah. what's important with her is she's the uh, she heads up the program for the COVID-19 nice. vaccination. Ooh. Uh 34 years old. 
first black woman to be a part of such a great team. So go ahead, uh, go she, ahead she's been working countless days uh, from, you know, seven days a week, mm-hmm. working on very few, working on very few hours of sleep. Um, the thing about her is that she's, you know, for the people, she talks about, you know, um, being one, being a black woman mm-hmm. in this line of work. And she's like really down to earth, like to the point where, where they're in the office working or wherever they're doing their thing at. Mm-hmm. She has like young Jeezy and stuff playing in the wow. background. She oh, switches. Oh. Yeah, man. She, uh, for she, the coach. <laughs> Yeah, she, <laughs> uh, she definitely she just did a uh, just did an interview recently, man. Um, just talking about her upbringing, her culture, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, yeah. man. So uh, check that out, man. But she's on the front lines and uh, appreciate and, and ro- working around the clock to come up with. Uh, solution for the COVID nineteen. So not all bad, all not all news is bad news when it comes to the COVID, man. <laughs> COVID so yeah, time. absolutely. Shout out to the queen out there. That's definitely. <laughs> That's dope, man. Yeah. That financial literacy got COVID nineteen. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It, it's just it's just you know when you turn on the TV now, it's everything is just negative, man. It's to the point where I just I hate turning on TV, man. They're not reporting the the the, the good the stuff, good things, right? Uh, you know, so yeah, right. I try to bring a little That's light. A lot light today. of light, yeah, a lot yeah. of light, baby. Try to bring a little light today. That's good, man. So, so today is going to be, uh, you know, I always say it's going to be good because it's going to be good. But it's today's going to be unique, man. You know, you kind of hinted at it, mm-hmm. you know, talking about business. So today we want to talk about something called Black Wall Street. Mm. <laughs> yes, 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 y'all. Black Wall Street, people. Let's go. <laughs> so before we get into, you know, Black Wall Street, let's, mm-hmm. let's just, you know, I have a little definition here for those who may not know about Webster's. Wall Street, you know. Got <laughs> Webster. <laughs> Wall Street is a street in, in New York where the stock exchange and financial businesses are located. Wall Street is often used to refer to the financial business carried out there and to the people who work there. Mm-hmm. So, we said Wall Street. You know, every Wall Street's in New York. You yeah, know, yeah. You, you mentioned about a gentleman, you know, OW yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in Tulsa. So, Black Wall Street, you know, we just want to first just kind of get your initial, what are your first thoughts when you hear Black Wall Street. You, huh? Y'all are probably going to laugh. I'm going to start. Go ahead. Girl, what do you think? So you? the first thing, before I understood or knew, I found out what the actual Black Street, Black Wall Street was, yeah. the first thing I used to think about was the game. Mm. The artist, the rap artist. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, when he first came on the scene, him and his brother, uh, they had a label, right? Big Face Hunted, uh, their crew was called, uh, well, the, there was uh, the Black Wall Street. Like, okay. I don't remember saying the game mm. had the, the big chain on, the, the Black Wall Street. So, like I said, you probably, that was the first thing I thought about until, you know, maybe like three, four years ago when I was having a conversation with somebody and I ended up looking it up, I'm what it actually it. was. So, uh, I'm not sure if it has a direct correlation, but that's the first thing. More than likely, yeah, you know, uh, about <laughs> that. That's our and art imitates life, so yeah, absolutely. Maybe. What about you, Stokes? Mm, um, for me, man, you know, I think a bad day. Mm. You know, oh yeah, bad <laughs> like that bad day, that that bad day on Wall Street, right, right. You know, folks jumping out the the window, <laughs> you know, killing themselves. That's, so that's the first thing I thought about when I first heard about it. But you know, it's a lot of life to this, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, when I first heard the term Black Wall Street, I'm like, because you know, you hear Wall Street like money. So I'm like, is this something to do with black people and money? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's the first thing I thought about. But again, I didn't know anything else outside of that, right, which right. leads me to my next point. You know, when will you introduce or the first time you understood or heard about, you know, the Black Wall Street, the actual Black Wall Street? And for me, my first interpretation or first understanding of Black Wall Street 
from that aspect that you were talking about with OW was when I went to uh, the illustrious North Carolina Central <laughs> oh, University <man>. in uh, <laughs> Durham, North Carolina. Shout out to Bull City. Y'all can't uh, see me in Radio Land, but I'm, I'm throwing that Bull City up for y'all. <laughs> so actually in Durham, North Carolina, they have um, those little historical markers all throughout the city in downtown Durham. And it has okay. like, on this day, this happened in this street. And they had, you know, plenty of different historical markers, but this was particularly one that they had. It had Black Wall Street, Paris Street on four different blocks. So that was the first time I had ever seen or heard anything outside of just my own understanding. And, of course, going to HBCU, they keep you woke. Most so, definitely. That's the way. They, they keep you woke. So, so shout out to the people at NCCU. Uh, what about you, uh, Savannah? Hey, man, as Savannah you see. Savannah over here. Uh, you definitely have to wear proud. Say it loud, man. I love my SSU. So I definitely want to um, just my time that that I can even remember, just think back to it, right? Mm-hmm. We were sitting in um, African-American studies my freshman year, um, and it was something that I took that we have to take as a course. In right. our coursework, man, and when we brought it up, I was kind of like, "What is this?" You know, I'm thinking like, like I said, "Bad day on Washington." Why was learning about this in class? What is going on? But to truly dive deeper into what Mr. O.W. did and his counterpart, definitely, uh, they they made an impact, man, on mm. the culture for sure. Yeah. And I'm glad to have learned and continuously are, am learning Learn about, about what's going on. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Doug? I think I was uh, the first time I actually saw it. Like other than the outside of the the, the game stuff, mm-hmm. I was watching uh, you know History Channel. So you know uh, I don't know when this particular days, and uh, they had a little story or documentary on Black Wall Street. So uh, I thought it was very interesting at the time. It was like maybe like five six years ago. Okay. Um, and then just preparing for the show just got me reinvolved and just really going in depth and mm-hmm. think you know um, looking the stuff up. And it's just like Wow, man! Like you right. know, what I'm saying this, it's this, crazy what you learn. Yeah, it's crazy what you learn. And it's, it, the other thing I learned too, man, is like stuff like this. They don't talk about it, mm-hmm. but there's a reason why they don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, uh, yeah, I think that was very, very, very interesting. So, you know, yeah, and and to 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 go along with that is that you know when I learned also about Black Wall Street, it wasn't the one in Tulsa. It was in Durham, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot of people, when they hear Black Wall Street, they think, think about, about one Tulsa. Tulsa. But not only that, I also later found out there's through one research, in there's one in Richmond, VA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, there's a lot of little, you know, townships that, that were prominent with African-Americans that were very successful mm-hmm. that we have no knowledge or understanding of. So it's just yeah. like doing your research. But that just, go back to what Irv said, right? Yeah. If you didn't really take the time to really open up that book, right, right. tap into the things that the research right, right. that you have, you're yeah. not going to know you're what's out know. there. But I think the the one in Oklahoma is significant uh, right. because of how it went down. How it mm-hmm. went down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, and we are gonna get into that one. So <laughs> yeah, tra- trust and believe. Let's get it, baby. Uh, so I, I just wanted to kind of talk about you know uh, the one in Durham, North Carolina, uh, okay. because like I said, it was the first one I was introduced. But it to me it was mind boggling because putting those pieces together, you know, when you go to an HBCU, mm-hmm. they're gonna give you the history. Of the mm-hmm. founder mm-hmm. and all the partners that had a, a a place into creating this university, and just learn just doing the research on Black Wall Street in Durham, North Carolina, is so many figures that have buildings named after them or gyms. I'm like, oh, I know this name, and it's like these these figures all play a factor mm-hmm. into this university. So uh, Durham's uh, Black Wall Street 
of course, can be traced back to the efforts of two entrepreneurs, Mr. John Merrick and C.C. Spaulding. And I'm just going to talk about John Merrick because the guy was, you know, you talked about O.W. being a businessman. Mm -hmm. This dude was straight entrepreneur to to the core. To the core. To the core. So my man was uh, born into slavery, you know. Being a a free slave, he had to look like, okay, what can I do? You know, I— well, how I maneuver now? Because, <laughs> you know, when you free, quotes, <laughs> uh, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, so my man started, you know, started off as a brick mason. There it is. You being a mason. Hey, I, 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 <laughs> you know, you're building those bricks and laying it, laying it down. I think that that's a lot of uh, insight to what they've done and mm-hmm. what that meant out there in mm-hmm. that area of North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. You got to lay them foundation, baby. All right. So shout out to him. So skill set. So <laughs> so while, you know, learning to uh, be a brick mason, mm-hmm. um, he was like, you know, starting to see the disenfranchise of, of black people. Like, hey, well, I'm doing all this. Like, we don't have anything really to that represents us. It's like, mm-hmm. what's going on? So, of course, he, he vamps up his skills a little bit, and he decides that he's also, so he's doing his brick mason, but he's also doing like an intern to be like a barber. Mm. Learns how to be a barber. Now, through this barber, he meets uh, a gentleman named John Wright. Okay. John Wright gives him, he John Wright starts a barbershop, right? Cool. Okay. I'm a barbershop. You know what? I'm going to bring you in. Let's go. Come on. Come on. I'm now. with you. I, I want to bring <laughs> you, you in. He's in this barbershop being very successful. Mr. John Wright retires and says, you know what? This is now your shop. Wow. So, this guy, John Merrick, had the social skills that was on point that he can talk to anybody. You know, the you start guy. talking to him, I got you, you know. And so he was able to speak to people. So through his barbershop, of course, we had a barbershop. We yeah. already said barbershops is the place for everything. Yeah, yeah that's it. He was cornerstone of the community. It is. So he's meeting all these prominent figures. These people got money. He's really doing his thing, man, you know, taking mm-hmm. the time. So he takes the turn one barbershop, two, got three, four. Got, okay. We got multiple barbershops Okay, now. franchise. So I'm, I'm making bread now. <laughs> right, right, getting money. You know what I'm saying? Feel a little bit, you know? Mm. And it's like, uh, get the bag in front, fumble the tip. <laughs> yeah. I knew you he, should. He, he, he that that should jam, dog. <laughs> he tumbling it. Get the bag in front, fumble the tip. That should jam, So my man getting the bag, right? So yeah. he's really getting the bag to the point that now he takes it from a regular barbershop. Now his clients are wealthy white men. Mm. So now, whole another demographic. You got people that got the bread. What you gonna do? I'm gonna talk to him. You got the bread. Let, let me holler at you. Right. So he's talking to a gentleman, you know, and becomes his client, Mr. Washington Duke. Okay. Remember that name. Washington we'll come back Duke. to that. Washington, Washington Duke. Right. Duke. <laughs> so he, you know, saying, you know, he he becomes friends with this guy. Okay. He's like, look, man, I'm trying to start a business. You got the bread. You know, what was good. So, you know, he gets this guy to invest with him and a couple of his partners. Um, they also create the North Carolina Mutual Life Insurance Company, wow. uh, along with uh, Dr. Aaron Moore and C.C. Spaulding. So they help create the wealth of the largest African-American business in the country at this time. That's dope. So NC, you know, the NC Mutual Life Insurance is the largest, you know, business at this time <laughs> in, in the whole U.S., <laughs> In the in this United time, States. In the United States, in 19, you know, in the early 1900s, yeah, th- this yeah. is the largest African-American business. Man. Right? Okay, so okay. That, you see, he, he, ain't, he, he ain't playing, playing no games. He ain't playing no games with it. <laughs> he really doesn't. He, he, he mastered the game. Right. Now, and to this day, right now, it is still the largest and oldest African-American life insurance company. Wow. To this day. 
So that shows you they were able to sustain throughout everything that was going on. Everything, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. And another fact from that that's also you know significant about this: um, uh, seven African American businessmen in Durham, including William G. Pearson, Richard Fitzgerald, J. A. Dotson, S. L. Warren. James E. Shepard, which is the founder of the illustrious North Carolina Central University. <laughs> Shout out to my man. Uh, of course, John Merrick and W.O. Stevens, they raised $10,000 to start a banking institution. So that banking institution was Mechanics and Farmers Bank, wow. which is still in existence to this day. And this was that, in 1907. Is that the We Are Farmers joint? No. Okay. This is, yeah. So this is Mechanics and Farmers <laughs> Bank. Okay. Like, so. who? That's not like, <laughs> not the commercial. You're like, hold on. <laughs> we are farmers. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other, that's the insurance company. Oh, that's man. Yeah. I said, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> 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 they really? They just changed the, they just gentrified the whole everything. Right. <laughs> yeah, but they um have Mechanics and Farmers Bank. So this is, is a bank that still exists to this day. So just to see Mr. John Merrick take it from being like rags to riches in real life. Right. You know, we hear about these, you know, I ain't have nothing to now like literally being from a slave to an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And he ain't just somebody entrepreneur how we think of just people that struggling. Like he making bread. Yeah. Put the work in too. Right. He got money to, to deem it. So just learning that for me was like significant. And I knew a little bit, like I said, about the Durham, you know, Black Wall Street, but learning that James E. Shepard, the founder of my HBCU, yeah. had a hands in the Mechanics and Farmer Bank and also the NC Mutual Life. Like, it's crazy man, to think that they were able to pull those resources and Together. come up with those businesses. But, you know, it's, it's something that that when you – I didn't know this about that situation up in, um, in North, Carolina? North Carolina. Okay. But to think about the barbers turning into the insurance and doing that, we talk about Alonzo Hearn here mm -hmm. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So he was – he's the – Founder of Atlanta Life Insurance. <clears throat> that was created in 1927. So, yeah, all, all so again. all black mm. again. Dang. Think about it. And it's still running right now. <laughs> so, you know, you look at that, man, it's just to look at that time, that was a prominent time to say, okay, I have mine. I'm learning my skills. I'm learning my whatever I have. And I'm, my goal is to expand right. my brand, from, not for me. But for my people. for people. But see, another thing too with that is that that time period you have people willing to give the information. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As far as, okay, I know how to make X, Y, and Z. Let me show you mm -hmm. how to make X, X Y, and Z. So mm -hmm. we all can make X, Y, mm -hmm. and Z. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's really what helps sustain those companies, you know, till this day, probably based on that same foundation. You know what I'm saying? And let me fix something. I said they were, Mr. Hernan had it solely in 19. 25. They were created in, I mean, 1927. They were created in 1905. Mm. So think about that, right? So just straight. So it's been going on. So <laughs> you had other business partners similar to. Getting that. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. So that, you know, that's, that's strong right there. I think for me, it was eye-opening to see that uh, not only these are black businesses, but a, a huge black business that these people were able to say, look, you got this skill set. You got this. Collab, baby. Let's, let's, let's put it let's together. bring these resources in and, and get to and, it. and make it work for it. So that was definitely um, unique and, and also mind boggling. You know what else too though? This stuff is happening. Like this wasn't the the world like it is today. Like mm -hmm. these people were like you know uh, they had to deal with some real challenges. Like mm -hmm. you know you no, could, you couldn't day. go to certain places and right. stuff like that so for them to come up with this with these different business ventures and be able to be successful that's a whole nother 
success yeah. story in his own. You know what I'm saying? And I think it also paves the way for now. Others. Like we we have much more millionaires now, you know, than any other time. So it's like those those sacrifices they had to make for us to get to this point all plays a role in it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we got to understand and appreciate that. So now we want to get into the basis of it, the, the, the most notable of yeah, the Black yeah, Wall yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm going I'm to lean on my man, Jay. Uh, I'm going to lean on, not Jay Eric, I'm going to lean on my man, <laughs> Brother Knowledge over here. Amen. To, to go ahead and just kind of, just, just give us a little little backstory on, on the Black Wall Street and Tulsa, man. Hey, man, when you look at it, it's it's crazy. We talk about O.W. Gurley as being one of the people during the same time as the people in Raleigh doing the different things that mm-hmm. they were doing. In Durham. And so you try to figure it out. You're like, okay. So Mr. Gurley, once again, who was a landowner, prominent business owner, who did a lot of different things, moved from Arkansas to Oklahoma. Mm. So he was able to buy 40 acres in Tulsa, Oklahoma, naming it Greenwood after a town in Mississippi. And we understand Mississippi at that time was hey. a very tough place to live as a black man. In Mississippi to this day. <laughs> Mississippi right now. So when we look at that, he specifically named it Greenwood so that people, when they see that, they're like, hold up, this not Mississippi. Mm. I'm in a whole nother place mm-hmm. where black people are doing better. Black people are actually growing and doing great things. So then we look at it. His motto was building something for my people. By my people. Mm. For us, by us, baby. <laughs> hey, man. You know, you didn't even think about that, right? I didn't, you just that's, connected that's it. That's where your man's, that's where food came from. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Damon John. That's something crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just thought about that. Yeah, yeah. But, so when you look at it, he had a partner Mr. Ba- with Mr. Baptist. Yes. yes so, yes. you know, Irv is definitely going to give you all some insight on him. Oh, I know. I got you. Uh, yeah, so uh, he definitely partnered up with Mr. John the Baptist Draffer, a.k.a. JB. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, they shared a general distrust. For white people, uh-huh, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Uh, okay. yeah, uh, around this time, because like I said, it was a crazy, crazy time and era. Um, both men chose to go by their a little fun fact. Yeah, both men chose to go by their initials instead of their first names. Uh, this action was form of a silent protest because men in the South were customarily addressed by their surnames, mm-hmm. while boys were called by their first names. Sadly, black, um, sadly, black adult males were often addressed by their first names by white men. As a form of emasculation, uh, so by using the initials O and W and J and B, uh, circumvented that practice. So a little fun so fact about I them. wonder because a lot of the the older you know figures they all had like even like AJ. That's why uh, SL. Exactly. That's why. Wow. Yep. Never knew that. Yep. yep. That's dope. And so to jump from what Irv said back to how they collab together, right, right. which goes back to Durham. Mm-hmm. In 1906, they actually worked worked together to be able to create this Black Wall Street. And this Black Wall Street had everything that you could think of that was black-owned, from your pharmacists to mm-hmm. your barbers to your hairstylists to your doctors to your lawyers. You got a, you got how many business they I'm had a, in total? Yeah, I got you. I got Cause, you. Okay. Because I was trying to done. find the exact number, but nobody could give me the exact number. So uh, around this time period, so uh, over 600 businesses, mm-hmm. 21 churches. Oh, oh, go back. You said yeah. how many? 600, 600 businesses. 600? Uh, you said enjoy the 600? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sihando. <laughs> 600 businesses, uh, 21 churches, 21 mm-hmm. restaurants, 30 grocery stores, yes. two movie theaters, six private planes. Cause and then did you read that fact? It's a fun fact. Gosh, there was only two or six. It was only six private planes at the time mm-hmm. in the nation, mm. and two of them were in Oklahoma. Oh, that's, 
<laughs> hospital, bank, post office, school system, and they had their own transit system yep. as well too. So self sufficient yeah. is not the word. <laughs> yeah. It's even more than that. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's, that's that's crazy. I don't even know what to say to that. Like six hundred businesses for it. Uh also having to have those different organizations for it as well. So they probably had lawyers, doctors, whatever yeah. you need. Mm-hmm. The the crazy thing about uh Mr. Strafford was he he actually was uh in law. So uh, he was, you know, lawyer and an activist, so they, they kind of linked up. The the good thing about them is that uh, even though they worked well together, they were very different from mm-hmm. each other. You know what I'm so saying? So they had different mm-hmm. views, you said? Yeah, so for example, like uh, O.W. subscribed to the philosophies, philosophies of African-American educator Booker T. Washington. J.B. favored the more radical views of civil rights activist W.E.B. Du Bois. You know what I'm saying? So they you could just tell they were... You know Malcolm and Martin, you right, know right, like right. just the Still same, same, together, same though. views, but they have different two different ways. approaches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so you know, so you've highlighted, you know, some things, some great things, mm-hmm. and, and we learned about businesses. But we, we're going to talk about a day in 1921, oh. uh, May the 30th. So May 30th, <laughs> 1921, uh, there was a gentleman named Mr. Richard Rowland, 19 year old. Mm-hmm. You know, he is. Uh, a shoe shiner, yeah. shines shoes. Now, of course, at that time, you know, you, you know, blacks, we couldn't use the same bathroom as whites. Right. So he had to actually go to a restroom on the top level of another business. So this gentleman, Mr. Rowland, goes to the restroom upstairs. As he's getting on the elevator, he trips. Mm-hmm. As he trips, he trips and falls. And, of course, when you fall in, you're trying to grab what the first thing I can grab. Mm-hmm. So... He grabs a white woman as he's falling, mm-hmm. uh, which happens to be an operator elevator, and her name is Miss Sarah Sarah Page. Mm-hmm. So as this happens, there's a witness, and they say, "Hey, you know what? He is trying to sexually assault this young lady." So you know that didn't end well nope, at all. Mm-hmm. He's immediately arrested the next day, and they're going to have a trial. And I'm quoting trial for this gentleman. Uh, now, as this happens. Um, the Tulsa tri- uh, Tribune publishes a newspaper with the headline, Nab Negro for Attacking Girl in Elevator. Oh, that wasn't mm-hmm. the only one, though. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of different ones. So mm-hmm. they had that one, yeah, uh, one, to lynch a Negro tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nab Negro, yeah, attack mm-hmm. that girl in Elevator. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so crazy how they painted Imagine you have a climate of people, yeah. and we're divided, and you see something like this, they looking like this one. Our people, we can't, we can't have this. This African American do this to us, so mm-hmm. of course it ensues a mob. Okay. They come to the courthouse. They like, "Hug, we we want to see what's going on with this trial." Right now, don't think that the black people was just sleeping. Like, nah, we ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know, the black people was like, "Ho, ho, ho, we we you not about to because there was a, a rumor going around that they were going to lynch this gentleman. Mm-hmm. You know, and they had to think like, no one's going to be lynched here. Right. You know, so the black people was like, "Nah, we we ain't about to let that ride." Right. So they go up. You know, like I think it was what, 50, I think 50 black yeah, men. They said like 50 that. to 100. 50 to yeah, 100 black men, and they armed. So they said, hold on, we're we going to make sure that he's protected, make sure he's straight for the trial. And of course, from there, that is where everything just went haywire. Just goes for it. And I'm sure yeah. uh, you, you can, you can you know, <laughs> talk a little more. That, that's a, little, a yeah. little tough, man, that so, it starts with something like that and, and ends in. And, and it ends in the demise of. Just that whole area, in a matter um, of what twenty four hours, right? yeah, twenty four yeah. hours, man. It, um, I had the notes here that showed that said how long the it, it took. 
Yeah, because everything, everything I think, just started that next morning on the 31st, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the 31st, um, these black gentlemen go back. So they go back to their side of, of Tulsa, of mm-hmm. Greenwood. And, you know, like, all right, we're going back. And as they go back, a mob follows, follows them back. Yeah. 16 right. hours, man, that it took Gosh. for them to be able to run that whole um, community down. Are yeah. talking about, what was it, like 30, 35 blocks? Yeah. Yep, 30, 35 city blocks, 1,256 residents were destroyed. Gosh. And 600 successful businesses were lost. Yeah. Including yeah, I mean, 21 So you're talking about looting, mm-hmm. rioting, burning houses. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of accounts from people saying that there were actually planes. They, they, they heard bombs going off. Yeah, yeah right. they, they heard bombs yeah, going off. Yeah. So this was an all-out assault on, on black people. But you, but you know what, though, man? <clears throat> And as I was reading, and this is the part of the the story that really, you know, kind of mm-hmm. had me thinking a different way. And it all goes back to the like money, okay? Mm-hmm. So we weren't supposed to have these things, oh, like no. you know, according to them. According yeah. to them, oh, how are y'all doing this? How are y'all being successful and keeping it within the community? Mm-hmm. And this was just to me personally. This is my own opinion. I feel like that was uh, a reason for them to, to just to get rid of it and tear it down. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They needed an excuse, and that was it. And, yeah. You know. So it, it was, it was you know, spoke about that not only these black women were prominent, they actually had mansions, like yeah. houses, you know. Of course, they couldn't be in downtown area. So in their Greenwood area, they had large houses. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. talking three, four, five-bedroom houses, yeah. you know, mansions. So looking at... A white person looking at a black person as they already think of us as less. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're looked at as less, and now you have more than me. And it's funny you said, and I I, I forgot to mention this, Mr. Stafford uh, Stratford was also born uh, into slavery in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was a lawyer and an activist, and he also, he built a 55-room luxury hotel Hotel, bearing his name for his people because of that that reason. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, if we can't go to those places, we're going to have our own. own. And it probably was better than what they were trying to go to the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now, you know, not only are these good, they're, they're better than things. So they're looking at it like, well, why are these people that are yeah. that we view as less than how do they have more than us? So it was a direct reflection Absolutely. to to jealousy. To, yeah, to take them out, you know? Like and and the thing we said earlier it was what? 600 businesses. 600. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Like on the uh, 600 businesses in it was it 16 hours? 16 hours that the riot lasted. Oh, well, 16 over 16 hours. Right. So you think about that, right? And and I and it goes back to like you say it being a direct Move mm-hmm. to try to destroy. It's calculated. Calculated, yeah. man. Calculated move. Yeah. You know, you think about Mr. O.W., where he placed this place for Greenwood was actually right off of the railroad. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you ride through this town, you right had there. no choice but to look to your right, right. and look to your left and right. see Greenwood, yeah, they call it, what the it, Black they Wall call, Street. They call it Little Africa. Little yeah. Africa. That's what the white, he was the king of Little Africa. <laughs> right. That's crazy, right? And to see <laughs> that these prominent businesses were destroyed in a matter of hours. I mean, hours we're talking That's about. That's not a whole day, You know man. what I'm saying? Like, in a matter of hours, everything that you've had, you, you've built, for. your generation, your it's gone. Have you seen, they had some of the, I, like I said, man, it's hit me a little different. I was looking at the photos of, mm-hmm. like, the before mm-hmm. and then after the destruction. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I mean, it's just, it's mind-boggling, man. Like, you know what I mean? And part of me, if I seem to be all over the place, it's just thinking about those visuals that we've taken in mm-hmm. and how, even if this was to happen today, to right. me and mine. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how I could be bounce back mentally, right. bounce yeah. back whatever, because it's such a tragic mm-hmm. situation, man. Right. Mm-hmm. 
that you just get, get blown back back from it, doing your research and looking at these visuals and looking mm -hmm. at that, man. Yeah, it's so crazy. sad. And, and you mentioned on something that kind of touched you, something that was very um, kind of like heart-wrenching for me was to find out, you know, there were a lot of accounts of people saying not only were, you know, they burning things, but they yeah. were taking stuff. Yeah, yeah. looting. Looting, man. So just imagine, like, you have a house and you you have your, your material things, the things that you've had in your family for generations mm -hmm. and now that someone is taking that stripping that from you know them. what i'm saying so it's and it's to erase mm -hmm. as if it doesn't even exist but it, they try i mean it even goes on like to this day mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. uh <laughs> people are always afraid of what's different you know what i'm Correct. saying instead mm -hmm. of trying to learn from one another you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying you just okay well we're gonna get rid of that so it's you know we don't have to deal with that anymore mm -hmm. they couldn't see they couldn't I guess uh, fathom the fact that you know we outcast these people mm -hmm. and they basically created their own little paradise. So what do we do now? You know what I mean? So uh, well, it's just you know it's crazy. We, we're resilient people. We can yeah, make yeah. we're gonna make it make it right. do. Stretch the legs, baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, think about it. if you even take it back. You know, just briefly to slavery, mm -hmm. they were giving us the hog. Like you take that, take the, yeah. And we made everything about that: bacon, mm -hmm. sausage. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I, I know in the south they do chitlins and hey, all that. I, I don't eat chitlins. I was about to ask you. But it just shows that despite everything, yeah. we're always able to come out on top. You know, because they, they were even, I think they talk about they were in the process, they, they had to do the rebuild after they did. that. Yeah. They did. So, you know, of course, it took them much longer and, you know, it changed the narrative of everything. And they tried to stop them from rebuilding. rebuilding yeah. So it was a lot of, lot of different challenges. With and a lot of misinformation as far as uh, reporting deaths. You know, they were like, oh, it was only 30 mm -hmm. deaths or 25. And we know it had to be more than that. Absolutely. You know, this is a thriving community. You can't, you can't burn down or you can't destroy 600 businesses and then report. 20 or 30 deaths. Like, right. It's just... Does not work right. that way. Uh, a lot of newspaper articles were, were disappeared. They disappeared and never happened. They were cut out of books <laughs> and everything. And, you know, they estimated really it was over 300, you know, deaths for it. So I, I think the importance of this, and we don't want to, you know, spend too much time harping on that, but just mm -hmm. learning about the the Black Wall Streets, right, and, and the success of that, and, and, and particularly the demise mm -hmm. of Tulsa, how, does that change your perspective now on black businesses? Just, just kind of just hearing that and learning about you know black businesses. Most definitely, man. For me, like I said, it's it's an emotional feel mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people that have that are black that have small businesses and have um, their own brands. Mm -hmm. And I do my best to try to support as much as I can. But mm -hmm. now looking at this, understanding how important it is, my my support is. Mm -hmm. My family support is because I can show you something. You may like what I have. You may want to go support. Right. So now right, that person right. has just reached two people. Right, right. Then it, three people. If you see so people, on and so on, and right. it starts to flow. So mm -hmm. I'm like, man, you know, it's very important for me to be able to now give back even more. Seeing this and doing my research on this even deeper, I gotta spend my dollars mm -hmm. in the black community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for, much. yeah, and for me, it, it just makes me see that there's proof based on these successful communities mm -hmm. and townships. That you know we are able to be self-sustaining, mm -hmm. and that there are successful communities, you know, and we can learn that if we trust and, and put our resources together right. with other people, and not be so threatened by success, right. because success brings out the worst in people, uh, <laughs> and, and it makes you kind of you know people see like me and you got a, you know we got a restaurant and we both got a restaurant, but if you see me going, you like well how is he doing? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus saying no, how are you doing that? Let mm -hmm. let me know how how you making these things work. Like let me see if I can do something. So we got to understand 
the significance of working together. Mm -hmm. If this right here is proof in the pudding that these black people were all able to come together, you know, I'm sure the doctor wasn't like, oh, well, you got a hotel over here. Like, <laughs> they're like, nah, nah, you got a hotel. Somebody got a problem. Right. I'm going to send them over to you. They pulled their resources together. Right. You know so, what I'm so for me, yeah. it definitely changed my perspective of like, you're seeing something work. Yeah. Versus just hearing all day, oh, black people don't support. They don't, like, mm -hmm. they don't want to hear that. So seeing that people are able to do something was very significant to me. What, what yeah. about you, Jay? Uh, for me, I think that, you know, um, just learning more about you know the mm -hmm. situation and just seeing how they uh you know was able to come from different walks of life and, yeah. and one connect and i think people need to uh you know realize the power that we have yeah mm -hmm. i don't think people realize you know how prominent black people are despite of what they try to portray yep. and stuff like that it's just you know our buying power mm -hmm. it, you know is is <laughs> it's, it's unmatched right, right, you know, right, if right, it was right. some, if, if we like today if it was something right now that we wanted to get canceled or just whatever situations we have the power to do that Make uh mm. i just don't think a lot of people realize that or use it for the greater right. of good like we talked about before mm -hmm. uh, but what, that was my biggest takeaway from just to learn about the whole scenario like you got a mm -hmm. group of brothers and you know women and they just all decided like hey look we need we to we don't necessarily need the outside world to help yeah. us create our paradise. And we got they, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and for me, it also makes me think like, I, I think the bigger question I was always thinking like, well, why did they want, never taught us this? Like, right. you talk to older people and they like, I ain't never heard of Tulsa, never mm -hmm. heard of Black Wall Street. It's, it's mind-boggling to see that we never learned this in history class. You ain't mm -hmm. never talked about anything like that. <laughs> because they don't want... They don't want it to repeat itself again. Right. Exactly. That's and, why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I also I look at it like this: if, if you know that your history is you, you were a slave, you came direct from slave, you're this, mm -hmm. you don't have any. There's nothing significant about you. Mm -hmm. And if I keep preaching that to you that you ain't got enough, you're, you're not really. Lead it. You know what I'm saying? But if I told you, Yo Stokes, there's a. I, I looked at your lineage and I see that you know. MLK, Dr. MLK was he was your uncle. Right. Malcolm X was your uncle. Yeah. Like these prominent figures, it's gonna change your perspective. Like, okay, so I do have value. I do have worth. Who it, am it, I? You know what I'm saying? Strive to do <laughs> exactly. And it also enslaves you mentally. Yeah. And Bob Marley has a quote that says, Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None mm -hmm. but ourselves can free our minds. So we have to understand a lot of times we hold ourselves captive. Just right. overthinking, thinking like, you know what, well, I can't, I, I want to do a business, but I don't know how, and people ain't going to support me. Like, I think now, over anything, is definitely the time. Right. <laughs> right. We got nothing but time right now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the time, every idea that you had, when you, you told somebody a crazy idea, and they was like, that ain't going to work. Yeah. Like, this is your time to, to make all those things happen and let people see that you can do it. You know, mm -hmm. if you, and and if we stop getting out of our own way of just saying like, oh, it ain't going to work. And just do what you got to do because we see the proof. Yeah. Yeah. You got to connect with the right people, though, man. You know what True. I'm saying? Like, so you, you got to get out of that mentality like, well, I could just do it on my own. Or a lot of people want to, a lot of people want to use this quote all the time, man. Man, ain't nobody giving so me <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. Like, no, no one can do it alone. Yeah. That no one could do it alone. You had to either one, know someone or even have someone spark the interest. You're but, not just sitting on your couch and just even saying, more, hey. it's connections, man. Yeah. Even even the great uh, Sean Corey Carter couldn't do it on his own, <laughs> right? Like my man Stokes, man, he knows everybody. Oh, he, but oh, nah, he's man. He, but he, he goes to he's this. connected. Iron sharpens iron. It does, and you have to truly stand on that. Yes, it mm -hmm. does. And so that's why, like minded these pe like minded people, you mm -hmm. want to hang around it. 
So you're going to see success if you're around success. Yeah. You're going to attra- attract success if you are near some other type of success. And so that's the goal what I see with these people here from Black Wall Street. It was really. Hey, yeah. everybody was successful in their own right first. Yeah. Right. And then collab to create a bigger success. And and you touched on it a little bit earlier. So I want to go back to that. The importance of the black dollar. Mm -hmm. How how important really is, you you talked about spending power. How important is the black dollar really? It's it's very important. Like I said, (laughs) we we control, we swing the pendulum of of anything when it comes to money. Like like, think about it, man. Anytime somebody wants, I'm going to use a sports analogy, okay? Let's go. uh, I don't know if you guys, I'm a little older. Fab Five. I know you know. Okay, so uh, great documentary, by the way. But anyway. Anything that Nike wanted to sell at that time, they labeled it Fab Five. So Fab Five Nikes, Fab Five Nike socks. And their revenue, and even like the University of Michigan, their revenue, you know, tripled. While the the gentlemen were there, you know, you got five black five black kids, mm-hmm. all from the inner city, and they were growing these brands right. like crazy. Doing the black socks, Do, doing the black <laughs> yeah, socks. That's, how, that's <laughs> all I, that's right. What I remember. Right, because that was never that Next was unheard socks of. And bald head. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, companies realized, okay, well. We are the ones that spending the money. Right. You know what I'm saying? So how do we tap into that? If we realize that, hey, you know, we want to control our own narrative, you mm-hmm. control where you spend your money. So mm-hmm. like, you know, your, your your man's that, you know, shout out to uh, Eron the Don. Yes, him. Yeah, Eron the Don. You know what I'm saying? By him being your man's, you know what he does. Shirts and stuff yeah. like that. So, like, like Jay Z said, why would I spend a hundred dollars when my man got Ciroc? Let's yes, get it. Yes, sir, yeah. Yes, so, sir. you know, if we all had a mentality, not just trying to be, not saying selfish, but like right. get out of that way of I don't want to see somebody doing better than me, we yeah. would be a lot For better sure. off. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Man, that's time to follow up. <laughs> Y'all made you with yours, right? <laughs> nah, man. I, I, I pick it up on that, but you you mentioned about spending power. Uh, the African American has a 1.3 trillion with a T spending power, uh, meaning if we want something, we're going to get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if we want something, we're going to get it. Absolutely. That's just what it means. And I also think the black dollar is very important. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you have people that say, you know, well, the, the African-American communities, they're poor, they're this, they don't got this. But think about this. There are businesses like liquor stores, mm-hmm. wing spots, mm-hmm. carryouts, beauty supplies, nail salons, corner stores. All of these businesses are successful in black communities. But they're not owned by black exactly, people. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. But if we understand that, then we can, we can switch the whole narrative of that. Because you're saying that these these communities don't have it, but you know, there's this a couple of things about black people. We want to look good at all costs. Absolutely. Most yeah. we, you know, uh, we, miss, we all missing our bottles right now. Like, you know, <laughs> we miss y'all. But black people don't care about, you know, when it comes to their hair, right. how we look, right. and eating. Like, you know, we how we eat. look, you know, yeah. we, yeah. We gonna, those are going to be prominent for us. We're going to make sure we got had the drip, you know, yeah, shout too. out to the drip life. <laughs> you know, we're going to make sure we drip. We're going to make sure we look good because, yeah. you know, when you look good, you feel good. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, you want to eat, you want to eat nice. Mm-hmm. So businesses, you mentioned about they're tapping into that. You you think about, you know, business like even like McDonald's. The ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They I'm they trying to cater to different but things you know, so but you, you know understand. What's, that. You know what's crazy about that? So like, 
once again goes back into the marketing. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's didn't start doing commercials like that until Obama got into yeah. office. Of course. Once he got into office, okay, we're gonna we're gonna tap, tap in. into the yeah. But they had all those singing joints, so they was trying to cater because once you here's the thing. No <laughs> business on a larger scale, if you don't have a, a plan that involves People of color. Oh man, it's not going to be successful. It's not, not going to grow at all. And, and people are understanding that. So you realize they'll target us in different ways. They do the scene, they dance. Like even uh, <laughs> think how many listen to the radio. If you listen to the radio, yeah. there's seventeen hundred or fifty eleven, as they say here, lawyer commercials. Most definitely. The, I was in the wreck. Yeah, yeah, with the rap and right. with the dancing, with the beats and all of that. You hear yeah. a song, you like, is this is this a song or like, oh, oh this is a law <laughs> commercial, this is a law commercial right. for it. So it's like. If all these people are saying that we're successful in a different way, we got to understand. We got to tap into that. And I think the bigger thing is we got to realize what like you said. We got to realize the power that we really have. Yeah. And this is not about, you know, when I heard first heard Black Dollar, it was someone preaching to me about, you got to stop buying J's. You got to stop buying this. You got to stop buying the cars. And as a young person, you're like... Okay, like right. that doesn't move me. Right, right. But if you told me your weeks, man, you spend a thousand dollars, you spend a thousand dollars every couple months at these businesses here. If you spend that same a thousand dollars at these black-owned businesses, not only will you get the things that you like, but you have something that's giving someone else an opportunity. It's allowing this community to thrive. It's giving you a job, yeah. giving the next person a job. That's gonna change my perspective. Even if I'm not like, all right, cool, I'm gonna take my money over here. At least gives me something to think about. Yeah. And now we gotta understand, like, we gotta just change the perspective. Like, yeah. I ain't gonna say like, don't buy the J's, right. but you know, maybe buy your J's from your man that got his shop over there. You know, right. make sure they a one official. Who got a like, franchise? <laughs> who got a franchise for life? Exactly. <laughs> who you got know, a, you know, this you know man, got uh, his uh, Chick Fil A. Exactly, you know, he yeah. got a spot for Go that. But we gotta understand what we really have because if you see that. We got all this power to yeah. make something happen. Think about businesses when we were boycotting Gucci. Like, they, they took draw, a hit. Like, ho, 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 hold on. <laughs> we just playing. Take it back. Yeah. Uh, but it goes back to, you, like like you said, as far as, like, you know, spending that money within, you know, your own community, yeah. right? So, if you look, and it goes back to what you were saying as far as, like, what's in our community, like the liquor stores, yeah. your wing stops. You know, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shout them out because they don't <laughs> say your wing stops. Yeah, my bad. Hey, man. Shout out to Ricky Rose. <laughs> my bad. <my back. laughs> There you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, the, the ones owned by Ricky Rose. Rose. Right, yeah, but, right, right, right. But here's the thing, man. Like, when people are coming over from, you know, different countries and stuff like yeah. that, right? You know, our government, mm -hmm. you know, they, they pay these fund people. Them yeah, they yeah. fund them to mm -hmm. come over here and do those type of things, right? Not saying that we don't have the capability to do that, but it's like, okay, so why why is that? Mm -hmm. So we're going we're gonna to put you here in this spot because we know they're going to spend money over yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like when you, you got to you gotta open your eyes to the much broader picture. You know Everything what I'm saying? Everything is strategic, bro. It is. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You have to look at that. You have to look at True. that. You know, your urban planning is real. So yeah. when they talk about these different urban development, urban development yeah. all of that, <laughs> and they talk about where they're going to place these, put these businesses and put these attractions for yeah. people of color. To, yeah. to make it better. <laughs> to make it better. Right. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to look at, you know, where we understanding your neighborhood, if you did own that block, how you could stop people from coming in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can look at why, okay, if I own this business full of this grocery store, this dry cleaning, this cashier. This, well, now I'm going to say cashier because that's connected to a liquor store. <laughs> yeah. right. But to this wine and spirits place, yeah. you know, you can do that. <laughs> but then you look at, okay, if you own that, you can say, okay, no one's going to come in here but a black 
black owner. Mm-hmm. If I want to sell it to someone, I'm gonna sell it to a black owner. Yeah, sell it to a black business. But wasn't it? Um, was it Slim Thug? And I was, just, was doing yeah. the buy up the block. I, I was just about to see. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Slim Thug was doing that. You know, Nipsey. Nipsey uh, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. He was doing it in his community. Another guy that doesn't get as much credit as he should deserves for doing something in the community is Warwick Dunn. Oh man, yes, those houses for those mothers. Warwick Dunn's been Talk doing Warwick Dunn's been doing this program for like years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where he's uh he does the homes for the single mothers and mm-hmm. children stuff like that. Um just never to, heard of that. Yeah, it's crazy. Because, you know, because yeah. he, he experienced that growing up in uh one of the one a prominent star in the NFL, uh Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Uh, was a recipient. Him and his mother, his family was a recipient when he was a kid. Full circle. From the, yeah, that's from, crazy. From, yeah. So and that's somebody doing something in the community. And of course, that um, makes him do it as back, well. Coming back, absolutely. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, in yeah. Houston, he has his own his foundation own version. that does the same thing. Same thing. So yeah. crazy. So. Yeah. So buy up the block. Like don't just buy the one store. Like, hey, yeah. Get, get the whole, whole strip <laughs> if you can, or collab. That goes back to collaboration. Mm-hmm. collaboration. Like yeah. because. All three of us monies together is a lot better than just yours. Absolutely. Facts. <laughs> so, Power I mean, numbers. So, so to end it, like, what can we do now to kind of change things? We, we've done our research, you know, on a smaller scale. Of course, we always want to continue to educate ourselves. But what can we do now or, you know, what can the people do to, to kind of change things for, for us when it comes to, to business or anything for it? Just have an open mind. Have an mm-hmm. open mind and uh, and and have an open heart. <clears throat> what I mean by that is like you know if you're gonna have an open mind and spend money with you know you, you know black owned business stuff like that, just make sure hey like they may not be the the, the, the top of the line creme de la creme, but you're supporting something that's gonna be around uh, forever. And also too for the flip side, black businesses if you want to support. You got to make sure you a one and doing what's right for the people. You know, yes. so you can't expect people to spend just because you're black. <laughs> yeah, you can't expect people right. to spend money with you just because you're black. You know, what I'm saying you should take that as a hey, because I am a black business owner, I know I'm going to have to work a little. You, you know, have a higher standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna have that higher bar. I need to make sure I'm always providing a one service. Stay so, up, absolutely, man. So have that so open it's mind. A twofold, John. Yeah, I know yeah. definitely. Open mind, open heart, man, and just you know. Yeah, for me, like you said, I mean, we've all said it. Support your your local black businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, spread the word about black businesses, and even now, like share. Like we're in the age of social media. Every Everyone we know has some type of side hustle. You know, mm-hmm, shout out mm-hmm. to Cool yeah. Lifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eron Denon with the drip hey, life. Man. Hey, he got the drip too, man. Hey, he got a but, lot of stuff, man. Um, yeah, uh, shout out to my man with his shirt line, Lords. Uh, Lords. Uh, my man Hezekiah. So shout out to his yeah, joint. Well. He, he's located here. Here. Yeah. I'm gotta a, support. We're going to see the link for that, man. Okay. We're going to yeah. definitely shout out. But it's, it's so many other black businesses mm-hmm. and organizations. Um, even for us podcasts, yeah. like things, we got to make sure we are sharing those resources. Yeah, yeah. Let, let it be known, like, hey, this person got this. Oh, you looking mm-hmm. for hats? You know, my man got, got this. <laughs> oh, man, you looking for somebody who do uh, appliances? Yeah, I got my, my man right got here. Mm-hmm. Share it, man. I, I think once we understand that and, and get out of the mindset, stop believing that black people don't support. Like, let's it. just get out of that. That's Let's it. just get out of the down support. If people don't support, if you post something and they may not share, hey, keep moving. But well, yeah. trust me, they watching. They looking. Oh, always. Always. You know always. always. There's people that look at your joint every day. Man. They ain't going to never comment. They ain't going to like. But I guarantee if you <laughs> start talking ghosts. about something, they can talk about everything you got going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So you never know who's watching. So you yep. got to make sure that you holding yourself to that standard and mm-hmm. making sure you're doing your due diligence. Absolutely. That also means like if you... I keep going back to the place, but like, stop selling place for fifty dollars and you got, <laughs> you got ten dollars worth of stuff on it. Oh, you talking about the uh, food? Food, food, food that hit no day. 
But what you got, man? Um, but for me, man, you know, one of the things you have to be conscious in the what you're spending. Okay. So think about this. Be strategic. Say, okay, I may try to find me a black doctor, find me a black lawyer, find me a black whatever, just so that my money is going into that black, mm-hmm. you know, uh, cycle. Because I think back to even back to Black Wall Street, right? Mm-hmm. Their money touched at least 36 to 100 families before it left that community. Oh, so you talking about it exchanged 36 to 100 times before it left 36 that community. 36 to 100. Let's let's just think about that. <laughs> so I, I give you a dollar, and in our community, it's exchanged hands 36 times to 100? That's crazy. Uh, what is it? I'm just curious to find out what's the rate or what's the circulation time now? So six hours. What? In the black community. <laughs> the black dollar goes six hours. So we just getting it. So <laughs> think about that. Six, six, so <laughs> six hours compared to 36 times. Like, 36 like, within to 100 which, times. Which probably equals to probably like a year or something like I that. I would say at least a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's one of the things that you think about, right? It done fed 36 families right. or 100 families. Right, coming but back to But that's still it. so many families. Oh, yeah. So now you look at, okay, I'm going to be strategic in everything that I do. I'm right, going right. to try to go to a, 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 think about a farmer's market. A black-owned farmer. Go try to find him and get some fresh fruit, some fresh beverage from him. Yeah. Go try to get your T-shirt from <laughs> mom and pop. There you go. Especially right now. That stuff man. is very, very important. <laughs> very important, very man. Good. You don't want to go in the stores with all these people. We no. need a farmer plug right now. Black banks. Hey, black everything. If, if you a farmer and you listening to the show, you know somebody, man. Holler at us. Right yeah, hey, man. Holler at us for real. Yeah. No. The Atlanta Food Bank, but not, Atlanta, not the Atlanta Food Bank, but they have a, a Atlanta mission that does a lot of natural foods out in Jonesboro. Okay. okay. So you on the south side, you definitely I'll give you the info so you go check them out. Okay, yeah, do that. They yeah. do fresh everything. You could do fresh fruit, fresh veggies. They actually have some portions of meat that they have from the land as well. Oh, they're good. Oh, yeah. So you go out there check yeah, them out. Yeah, let me know, too. man, because cool. you know I, I, I live the furthest out. Yeah. yeah. He live in Jablip. He said Jablip. Exactly. People are like, what is Jablip? Exactly. What is Jablip? I like that, though. You don't know why I'm at. Exactly. I'm good. Oh, man. <laughs> You'll be a perfect candidate. For uh, doomsday purpose, all I'm saying. Yeah, that's absolutely. It, he on the Look, the stay at home quarantine don't bother me. Right. Man. That's crazy. <laughs> but but it's it's unique, man, that you said being aware. Yeah, of what your dollars aware going. of where that dollars is is very significant, man. Mm-hmm. So so let let's do all these things and and more importantly, let's take it black to the basics, people. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, take yeah, it yeah, yeah, black yeah, yeah. to the basis of all these things that Already. we've learned about today, and these other people that also been doing in other townships of, of different black. You know, organizations when it comes to Black Wall Street. Black, so basics, out, baby. Shout, shout out, out to Black Wall Street, man. Yes, hey, sir. Mr. O'Dub. <laughs> and now the time has come for my absolute favorite <laughs> part of the show. To tell us why you mad. I'm going to tell you why oh, I'm mad. You know goodness, I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm going to tell you why. I got a lot to be mad about. but this <laughs> well, It's on you today, Stone. Yeah, it's on you. I, I know, got, I know, I know, I know. What you, what you, why man, you mad, son? You I'm a little upset. No, I ain't even thinking about okay. it because it's been on my mind all day. You see me over here trying to figure it out. And I'm like, man. <laughs> but uh, last night, man, I'm not sure if, if most people on Instagram have heard about it. On social media, man, but Teddy Riley oh, and Babyface were supposed, <laughs> yes, man, I'm, I'm, we're I'm supposed <laughs> to have a, uh, I guess, spin off or whatever they want a competition of <sighs> records. It's supposed to be verses, but go ahead, man. Whatever, man. I don't know what it, it was showing that. I can tell you that. But <sighs> that, uh, I guess, showing 
of uh, Uncle Teddy. <laughs> Had to be the worst. I don't know if he was working for Ring. I don't know if he was working for <laughs> whoever he was working for because his alarm kept going off. So I tell you that. Don't do <laughs> Secondly, shout out. First of all, I do want to give a shout out to his homeboy. That probably was the most loyal man I ever met. If y'all don't support me like that, though, I don't want y'all. Y'all ain't my dogs. I can't do it. <laughs> Buddy in the Kango, shout out to you, homies. Then what you want to talk about as well, the last piece to this, man, you have millions, okay? Your kids couldn't have showed you. Your grandkids couldn't have showed you. Somebody could have showed you how to get your audio right. Huh? But I, I don't care I'm what it says. Is, my man tried to do a full-fledged concert. concert. This is Versus now. Now, for those who've seen Versus, you play a song, I'm I play a song. That. So I got my, my first time. Okay, so on the Versus, you know, okay, we man. talked about T-Pain and John, Lord John, right? right. You know, typically they have a laptop, little speakers, you know, they yeah. might be in the studio, play it so you can hear it. My man Teddy Riley did a full fledged. He had a stage. He had this uh, piano. He had the keyboards. Like he had the bass. Like he had full fledged. Doing something. I mean, still. Frankie up. Beverly and May. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and all you kept hearing, y'all, y'all can hear me. Y'all, hey, y'all. His alarm go off. <laughs> hey man, who make that noise back there, man? <laughs> We're trying to record. What y'all doing? <laughs> he hey, like, man. And then he hit him with the cannibal. So y'all don't, y'all can't fix it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, cussing his people out. I'm like, dude, you know we can see you, dog. (laughs) Here's the thing with that, though, man. So, uh, this was my first time. Well, I didn't technically watch it. My wife was watching. I was listening in on it. Yeah. So I heard it was heartbreaking. But what I what I want the young people or the people that's watching that may not know who Teddy Riley is, right? Yeah. So I know he had a fiasco last night, but let's. Look up his catalog. Like Teddy Riley is one of the greatest, you know, to do it. it. So Mm -hmm. all the the memes and stuff is hilarious, but just hey, do your research first. (laughs) All all I'm saying is you got to do a dress rehearsal. Hey, you got to practice. You should have had a dress rehearsal before. But my boy Babyface was still smooth. He He was gonna wait. Well, you know, he (laughs) was gonna chill out. You know, Babyface was chilling. He with him. The, are you are you finished with that? But the the reason why he was like that because Babyface knew he had something in the tub. Oh man! And you know what's crazy? The but one, he was looking regular. He I, had he was sitting what, just regular, you, ready to you, press play. Right. But you know, when you calm like that, you know you got something. You gonna like, go crazy? What I didn't know, or I may have half forgot, but I did not realize he produced the Bobby Brown. Um, Joint that they played, what, what they tried to play last night. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, it was, I think it was, um, not, was it Everlook? No, it wasn't Everlook. Was it Everlook Step I Take? Which one? Pride? No, uh, he played the Bobby Brown joint that he Who, did. Who, Babyface? Yes. Uh, all yeah, I, yeah, he did uh, all that, oh, okay. though. Yeah, okay. I, said, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Babyface really got his hand on everything from 1980 <laughs> to, oh, look to 95 to 2000. Yeah. That's Bobby Brown. I, said, I did not that's know that. Being a music person, I, yeah. I did not know he had his hand That's in this. Meanwhile, yeah. Tony Riley had 17 echoes in the Man. back. He <laughs> in could, the ring. He could have just played the the guy I like or, or groove. It sounds like no, he, he started off he with the he just, was trying to have a show. That's yeah, the thing. But that's the artist. No, he was put. He was put on a concert. Dog. He should. Even Swiss did his verses in a car. Swiss was in a car playing his verses. Oh like, he could have just done something simple as that. You already had the hits. We was gonna be with you anyway. Yeah. You know, we thought this was like Clash of the Titans. This is like they had the cookout. Like, we right. was about to make it happen. This was like you know Jay Z and Nas. Like we, everybody was ready. You know, people brought out their old school. Uh, they shirts, they tie-dye drones, yeah. they had the uh, airbrush drones you ready to had their socks on and do the running man, do everything else in the room. Now, one versus I hope it does go down, because you know I don't really watch them, but if uh, if this does go down, I will watch if uh, 50 and Ja Rule. No, he ain't nah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> 
<laughs> they ain't got enough money for film. <laughs> look, look, I just want to see it. I just want to see it. <laughs> hey, he trying to. Hey, man, Ja Rule trying to get anything to get back on the scene. Yeah. <laughs> After the fire festival, look. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fifty has learned that. Hey, I, I may not be doing rapping no more, but I can make other streams of income man, and, and be relevant. He's doing very well costs. for himself. Yeah, figured very it out. So. Yeah. So it, it's probably best for Ja Rule. Just go ahead and just tap out. Cause you're not gonna win the drink. Let that be, dog. You, you definitely had the guitar chain on. Nah, I <laughs> never. The only chain I have ever owned when it comes to music is Cash Money. You couldn't tell me I was with no. Oh my god! Oh, you didn't. You <laughs> had one of them, son. I went to the flea market got and right. got me. I got told blessed. you, Juvie was my dude. Like I, I legit, when you, y'all see for y'all photos on social media. I saw that Look too. at IG, our page. You see me. That was real life me. Like you see me with the band and now, like I real like you had the fade it. too. What all of that, man? You had the soldiers on. I, nah, I ain't never had that. I wasn't a drunk. I, I wasn't doing the Jabos and all yeah, that. Yeah, the Jabos and the but soldiers. I, I legit, I like, I was legit going. You know, I I thought I was in the, oh the Noli for real for it. Uh, one thing I didn't know, uh, people out there listening about uh, our uh, host, Mister Weeks. Yeah. I didn't know you played Hamlet. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't see that. No, that, I wasn't. Look, look. Wasn't. I, listen, I challenge any one of our followers. The man said he was in every play that <laughs> he did. Right, right, right. <laughs> I challenge any one of our followers to find this photo of my man playing Hamlet. No, man. it wasn't Hamlet. I, I was in a. Play. I saw the photo. Cannon, still if, if, you, Cannon, if you find a photo, tag. <laughs> Tag B to B, and we'll <laughs> shout you out on the next episode, okay? Uh, family and friends don't count, but if you find this photo, tag B to B, and we're going to shout you out, okay? John, all I say is, I am an actor to the core. That's, the tell That's my telling tell you, man. man. I saw my man dressed up as hand. That's your telling <laughs> man. <laughs> good stuff, dude. But, yeah, man, it's definitely a, mm-hmm. that was a, a great way to, to end it off with the, you know, telling Riley and that. You know, my man tried to throw shade in, man. I am a skill. On the back end, Jack. I'm a trained. Thespian. You are. I mean, be or not to be. That's exactly how you was in the photo. <laughs> Holla at Irv, man. Get that photo to me, people. Oh my God. Well, man, we, we definitely uh, appreciate y'all tuning Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Us, Thank make you. Make sure Thank y'all you. support these black business Absolutely. and make sure, more than importantly, that y'all take it black to the basics. Absolutely. We're going to catch y'all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank black you. to Thank the you. basics. Thank you. Thank you. We out here. <laughs>